in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. Uh, with me, I have... Thrac- Dash is Thrakis Wolfsbane. Bentley is Raphirian Nightmeadow. Brett as Arthur Magnus. Caleb is Scory Telbrun. And Milo is Bull. And last we left our adventurers, they were exploring the wastes and happened upon an old battlefield where they encountered a number of warforged, one taking a circlet from Ball's head and transforming into some sort of warforged beast. Let the adventure begin. And with this warforge just pulling the circlet off of your your head ball and this kind of spectral hyena just evaporating off of them they they take on the mannerisms of a hyena and are growling and cackling and you see the other warforged on the sides doing a similar thing uh i'm gonna have everyone roll initiative for me please because they they look like they have blood in their eyes hey I'm gonna start rolling Arthur's dice every time. I'm I'm just I've counted on Duroc to save me, but he just can't do it anymore. Mother, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I got that's eight. what we were looking for. <laughs> All right, I got eleven. Eleven for ball Ooh, or plus wolf. three. Uh, riff seventeen. Seventeen ball. Eight. Eight. Mm. Thank God. Scory. Fifteen. Fifteen. And Arthur. Ten. Ten. And now I need to buy a cent. Nope, that's the wrong way. There we go. Okay, we've got the turn order tracker. Look at this thing. So fancy. Uh, so, to start off, we have... Rhyferian Night Meadow. Yeah. Uh, you are going first. You see this thing just kind of transform into its bestial form. Um, it still looks like a Warforge, but it's taking on the mannerisms. You see some of its like arms are, are have like refigured themselves to be longer and all and, and more hyena like. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I would have uh, I will I want to ready uh, double chucks uh, because I haven't attacked yet. But the second that they start to attack, uh, I'm double chucking, and I will say to it, are you friend or foe? You with the uh, circlet thing on your head. Fairy Night Meadow, Shadow of the Silver Song, Shadow Monk of the Age, of course. You know this. It's just cackling like a hyena at ball. Okay. That doesn't sound great. They're baddies. They're baddies. (laughs) Are we sure, though? Maybe he's just misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll. I'll just have my. Uh, the second that like he comes forward to attack, then I'll unleash my chucks. But I'm not going to attack first because he hasn't done anything yet. 
Okay. So yeah, you're just going to ready an action to um, yep. attack anything that gets Shadow within your, your range. Shadow Chucks. Do you want to cast Shadow Chucks? Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you use your bonus action to cast Shadow Chucks and then your action to uh, prepare an action to attack anything. Yep. Is that where you want to stay right there? Or do you want to uh, Yeah, because again, like I'm not trying to make the first let's start a war move because I don't, again, they haven't done anything yet. So I'm just mm-hmm. sort of letting them. We're all in a tense. We're all in a standoff here. But uh, let's all be cool. And then Gallandale is there as well. Just kind of, you know, they they just keep a, a wide berth from these things. Yeah. Um, but are keeping an eye on. They they may do the same thing if Gallandale, you if you choose to attack. on all of this stuff. Next up is the uh, Warforged with the the circlet on it, which I have called a Warforged Scion. So that's what I'm going to continue to call it. That's sick. Yeah, Ooh. this is the Warforged Scion, the one that's that's exuding this bestial presence. It's looking at you, Ball, uh, and and it kind of like nods to you, like it is thankful for you bringing the circlet to it, and is going to take an eye for Scory, who is right next to you, and just kind of slip past. Um, I got to remember what these guys do because I built them. Hold on one sec. You guys want some hyena fun facts while we're waiting? Only if you do it to Zephyrus. Because I imagine you would just start espousing this stuff on the battlefield anyway. Watch out for there for that hyena warforge. You see there, old hyenas, the females have a pseudo penis. They give birth out of a vestigial penis canal. <laughs> They're a matriarchal society and the females mount the males. Uh, I actually knew all of that. (laughs) Uh, Scory yells at Zephyrus, this isn't helping, it's actually making things worse. (laughs) All right, and as as you kind of turn back and yell at at, at Arthur, the Warforged Warforged comes in, is going to make two swipes against you. Uh, Let's go ahead and go with the first one, which is going to be a 26 to hit, and the second is an extra ball. Is a 26 to hit. Both are twenty sixes. Both it, it rolled a nineteen on both of those uh, just now. Is it next to chain? Either one of them? Uh, no, this this one right here. So it's uh, it's next <clears throat> to you, um, but chain is just behind you. That's going to be twenty damage as it just pounds into you, almost knocking oh, you you wow. back on, onto the ground. You are able to kind of defend, but it it has it has crushed some of your armor and and caused blood to start running from from somewhere inside of your armor. Did you say tw- it does twenty damage? Twenty damage. Okay. And the this second thing, that happens, yeah. is that the with that with that unfurl shadow chucks? Because since he attacked. Um. There's no, there's no, there's no enemy near you. Yeah, but I can throw him. Oh, then yeah, if you want to throw it at that guy, if, if yeah, that's what you I'm want to have throw, your ready action be. I'm gonna throw both of my my checks, and let's see here, plus six. So we've we've got um four. So we've got a non natural twenty, and then a seventeen plus six, a twenty three to hit. Twenty three to hit. Yeah, twenty three definitely hits. Non natural twenty to hit. Are you ta- how are how are you checking twice? I have dual wielding, so I have two pairs of chucks. Gotcha. So so yeah, on on your turn, you can use your bonus action to use the other pair of chucks. Oh, okay. but on a, as the reaction, um, it'll just be the one. Okay. Then uh, yeah. then. And I think yeah yeah. And okay, I think only one of them should be shadow chucks. 
the non-natural 20 to hit. That'll hit, definitely. Great. And then we go like this. Shadow Chucks commence. Plus three. So that's eight points of Shadow Chuck damage piercing, if uh, that makes a difference. And, okay. uh, and I then I, you know, I throw him out there. It hits him. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm like back off of my friend Bozo. <laughs> So yeah, you you as it's you know tearing into Scory, yeah the the chucks you know pierce into it and, and knock knock it aside. Hey, um, to do, to do, and that's the one with the circlet, right? Yeah, that's okay. the scion there. I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm gonna be targeting that circlet the next time I attack. Yeah. For show, I've had experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, Scory, you are back on your feet uh, with this thing right in front of you. Yeah, uh, I'm not too happy with it. So I I steal myself, I dig in my feet, and I clap my hands together in the direction of the Scion, and I cast Thunder Wave. Okay. Nice. Um, and it needs to make a con save 13. 13. It's going to make it. It's uh, 20 is what it gets. Okay, uh, so it'll take half this damage. Half the damage that yep. I'm about to tell you. So half of eighteen, nine uh, damage, and I guess it's not blown back or anything, is it? No, no, it just takes the okay. half damage. Yeah. In that case, what I'm going to do after that is I'm going to um, lick my wounds and. Um, use my bonus action to do um, what do you call it? Oh, uh, uh, Misty Step. And oh, all right. Go right here. All yeah. right. So yeah, you you send out a blast of of force onto this thing, and it, and it kind of tries to you steal itself and 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 remain in place as you just kind of turn and blink out of existence and appear between Riff and Wolf. And that's my turn. All right, the Warforged are up next. Um, these ones here are going to charge at you, Wolf. Oh, no. This one is going to charge at Chain. So the first two that are going to attack Wolf. Um, yeah, there we go. That's going to be a 7 and a 13 to hit. They both miss. Both miss. And then on chain is going to be 14 to hit. No. All right. Those ones, you know, kind of charge forward and just wildly swing. And, and you know, chain just kind of turns into a ball. And and wolf, you just parry these attacks with your with your axe. They they don't do anything. Um. This one here is going to kind of sneak around and go after Arthur. This one is going to go after Crag. That's going to miss Crag. And then 16 versus AC against Arthur. Uh, quick question, because uh, I don't have it in front of me, but my uh, Void Soul ability to... Mm -hmm. Is that an action? Probably I don't think an it's action. an action. I think it's... Um, a bonus action. I'm. I, I'd have to look it up. Okay. Uh, that's. I was just in the middle of doing that. Um, unfortunately, um, we talked about I, it in 
chat, so I can't, I don't have the, oh, well, whatever. The point being, I probably can't do it right now. I don't think you can do it as a reaction. Okay. Um, 16 to hit. It hits. 16 hit hits. Perfect. And you're going to take uh, six damage as it kind of just runs in and and swipes at you. You, you. you feel it. It's like throwing a fist, but then it's the, the sharp pain that kind of cuts into you. Um, it looks like it doesn't even connect, but it's some sort of like spectral apparition comes in and that's what's actually doing the damage. Damn. Okay. After that is Wolf. You are standing toe to toe with two of these. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to rage. Perfect. I'm raging and I'm going to attack that guy. Do you see that? Yep. You're going after that. Okay. One. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to uh, attack him. I'm not going to reckless attack or take a negative five. It'll just be a straight attack. Uh, so we're going to do that. Uh, that is a natural one. Ooh. Uh, so that sucks. Yeah, so you you kind of parry this uh, the blow from this thing, and then you you come down with your your axe and just get stuck in the sand, uh, just wildly missing as this thing kind of just bops out of the way. Uh, so I can't take my extra attack then. No, you can absolutely take your extra attack. Oh, okay, I thought it was like stuck in the sand. Oh no, no, that's okay. All right, for well then, yeah. Flare. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my extra attack then, yeah. uh, and that's gonna be a sixteen. 16 that's gonna that just hits yes sweet uh okay so let me get die where is it okay sweet uh and that is going to be uh 10 uh, slashing damage on him that will be the end of my turn 10 slashing damage. that's all I the do. damage you get on that yeah yeah, I didn't roll too hot. Okay. You got all your bonuses from you know, the raging and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yep. yep. Yes. <clears throat> I'm just, I'm right to go. Hold on. Okay. Uh, after that, Arthur, you're up. Okay. This is a stupid question since we've been using roll 20 for so long, but um, when I'm moving, can I use the ruler tool to calculate my move distance? Um, or do I need to move in move by squares? squares? Yeah, yeah. That's how the enemies are going to move. That's how how you guys are going to move. If I was smart, it would all be hexagonal. But you know, you had a busy day. <laughs> it's all good. There's just no easy place for me to move. I'm going to go. Whoops. Oh, and I will say, sorry. Um, just to back up a little bit, with that hit that you did do on the Warforged, um, since it was an attack on your turn, uh, Gallon or uh, Crag uh, also fires an arrow at that thing, dealing some damage. Oh, cool. Okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah he's, was, he's was... got his. Um, you know, he's he's over over by the the other side, but when he when he attacks, he attacks the same same one that you're right. attacking. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Okay, so the first thing I want to do is I want to essentially cast Hex so that I can trigger my Tempestuous Magic. But looking at the map, so my Tempestuous Magic, when I cast a level one spell, it allows me to fly 10 feet away without triggering um, opportunity attacks. Okay. Um, 
And essentially, I'm trying to figure out a way that I can move without triggering this guy by basically flying away and then also running away later. Mm -hmm. Am I kind of blocked by doing that by these guys, or is that can I go diagonally? Or you can go diagonally. That's fine. Yeah, that's not okay. an issue. You can go to any any space that you are adjacent to. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so in that case, I'm gonna go ahead and hex the hyena, the the scion rather. Yeah. yeah. Put um, a little a little hex mark on him. And so yeah, now he is ready to um, get boboed. Okay, and then I'm gonna go ahead and yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna fly out of uh, reaction range right. Here. Yeah, that's perfect. And then and then I'm gonna use my movement speed to go here. And then I'm gonna use since hex is a bonus, I'm gonna use Eldritch Blast on the side on there. Um, correct. Um, okay. There we go. Now I can see everybody. Okay. So at this level, I think I get a, I get to do two beams, which I think... Do you know? Do I have to make two attack rolls? Two for that? two attack rolls, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're able to uh, able to send off two, or some other uh, cantrips. They they just increase the damage. You increase the amount of times you attack. Yeah. <laughs> Blow into your microphone. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, first one is a. Sorry, a twenty three to hit. Hey. That's gonna hit. Definitely. Okay, and the second one is a 14 to hit. That one's going to miss as it flies ah. off into the trees. Okay. Then damage for that one is, uh, I think it's just seven. Yeah, seven. Seven damage? It takes it. Force damage. Force damage, yeah. You smack this thing. Oh, plus hex. Oh, damage. your hex damage. Uh, so, uh, two necrotic. Two necrotic. Okay. Okay. All right. Does that do it for your turn? Yes, sir. Ball, you're up next. You've got this scion right in front of you. Uh, chains backing you up, and Scory's just teleported away. Yeah, I'm going to move uh, <laughs> next to Wolf there, uh, in between those uh, Warforge. Okay. Right and then I'm going to uh, say, well, this worked pretty well for you last time, Wolf. And I'm going to go ahead and cast Enlarge on myself. Hey. I'm going to need to take that circlet back from you. And then I'm going to have Chain move. So he's flanking with me against the big one. And he's going to make an attack. Gotcha. Um, and he rolls a natural one. Hey. <laughs> nice. So you cast Enlarge on yourself, you said? Yes, it makes me a large creature. So yeah, you, you <laughs> just bust into this space, pushing kind of scory back. Um, and then Chain came around and attacked this one here. Oh no, I, wanted, I thought it was all on the Scion. No, 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 I wanted to move up next to Wolf uh, there in between the two. Wolf uh, is right here. Oh, is that Wolf? Who that's is? Wolf there. That's Crag. That's, that's Crag. Crag. Oh, that's Crag. Uh, mm, sure, that's fine. Uh, you, you no, like where you like where you are here? No, I don't like where I'm at. I want to be where, near yeah, the, tell, the tell me where, where you're wanting to go. 
Yeah, I want to go there. Right there? Yeah. And, and then, then north. Okay. And then so have... you push Crag and this Warforged in that space. Okay. And then you so want to sick. send Chain on the other side of the... Right there, yep. Right there. Okay. So All right. Sick. Does he have advantage since he's flanking? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. so it's not a natural one. <laughs> yeah, I knew. Yeah, I was going to get there. We, I knew. I knew Chain had advantage. So twenty four, twenty four is oh. going to hit. Oh, nice. So that's going to be twelve force damage. No, eleven force damage. <laughs> damage as it just blasts into the into this thing's behind. And that is all I can do. All right. So yeah, you you kind of just you, you know you take a few steps, and each step just you grow larger and larger, uh, and and just beat down on this on this uh, warforged uh, chain, helping you from the other side there. Uh, Rifirian, you are up next. We are back at the top of the uh, turn order. Cool. I'm going to um, I'm going to run straight at that thing and uh, and run up and run up its body and try to take the circlet off its head like I did before. All right. To give me a... Let me double check what I put down here. Enemies of the Wastes. So yeah, give me an athletics check to uh, try and pull this off of it. Great. Uh, 18 plus six, uh, 18 plus six. Uh, yeah, that is definitely going to beat it as you pull the uh, circlet off of it. It just turns and snarls at you. And as you pull it off, the snarl kind of fades and it just kind of tilts its head at you. They all seem pretty upset still, but this one, you see its limbs kind of going back to the normal Warforged shape. Okay. Uh, as a and actually, in in doing that, you see this one fall. It, the The amount of damage it has taken, it is it is dead. Oh, awesome! It just falls on the ground. You kicked it right in its vestigial pseudo penis riff. <laughs> <laughs> that I did, Mister Bo- Mister Zephyrus. <laughs> that I did. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh uh as my bonus action uh cast expeditious retreat and uh. I'm going to kind of like uh, use my uh, use that to like make sure that I don't know. I'm not in harm's way of anybody else because I want to put that thing in my back. Uh, in my, yeah. Where in my where back. do you want to go? Because with that, you have a little more movement plus the movement from Expeditious Retreat. Yeah. Um, basically, I'm going to go into. Uh, can I can I move my guy? No, uh, I want to go into like the. Uh, um, uh, oh, I'm assuming these are the trees, the gray things over here. Yeah, that's that's the tree line, and then yeah, it, I'll kind of like just like starts... basically like zip right by chain, and and, and kind of like you know hunker down in there and, and get that into my yeah. backpack and close it up so no one can like take it off of me. You can kind of hide behind one of the trees here. You're mm-hmm. starting to get into the muddy terrain that's a little more difficult to move. move yeah, through. I go straight so Arnold the and Predator, so they can't see me. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> after that score, you're up. Yeah, um, I am going to, thankfully that Scion is no longer a threat, I am going to cast on this gentleman right here, this okay. Warforged. Um, I'm going to cast, where did it go? Um, call Lightning. 
And so both uh, that particular one and the one in the spot next to him need to make a dexterity saving throw for 13. Okay, the first one is going to be 19 plus its dex, and the next one is going to crit. What is the deal? <laughs> I was using my bad dice too. I was I was thinking this like ah these guys are okay. good. I'll use the bad dice. Well, uh, they still take some damage. All right. So um, let's see here. Let's get these dice. Nineteen. Yeah, I've rolled a lot of nineteens. Yeah. Today. Um. So w- what for for visual sake? What happens is you see Scory's eyes go white, and much like a uh, storm from the X Men. Uh, a cloud starts to appear a, um, a large cloud it's like a, a full on storm coming in but it's a 60 foot radius and it's centered over that one that I indicated and uh, a, a bolt of lightning shoots down from the storm that I conjured and hits him and then um, arcs into the one next to it as the well alright nice by the way, six foot, that's like our whole battle map. Good job. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see my sweet ruler tool, but... Another <laughs> nine uh, lightning damage. Nine lightning damage. I had a total of 18 again. Gotcha. Nine and nine. So yeah, you've, you've dealt... Da- yeah, we've got damage on all those ones down there now. Cool. That's sick. Um, so nice. yeah, they both... They each take... I assume yeah. they each take the same amount. Yeah, they'll take the right. same amount. Same, same damage I... overall. Do I still have my sweet ass Air Genasi Weather Sense feet now that I'm a Void Soul Genasi? Probably, yeah. I I, I, I don't remember what, what we talked about when we talked about that, but I don't know. It was something we never sh- quite settled on. Yeah, there, at some <laughs> point I should have been given a character sheet to uh, to approve or not approve. Whoa, Uh-oh. but. At I'll this s- point, I'll send you something tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. I At this point, you, you're not too concerned about the weather and what it might may or may not uh, be. <laughs> I should I smart. should mention I should mention that I am concentrating and I'm going to keep this storm up so okay. I can use it again. Yeah. So if you take damage, you'll, have, you'll make a concentration check. And so yeah. Keep it, yeah. And that's little, that's little it for me. And you want to stay right there? Any sort of movement that you want to take? Uh, no. I think okay. that's good. Mm-hmm. Next up are these Warforged. Uh, the one that you called Lightning Down on is going to move towards you and uh, make an attack. It's called Lightning mm-hmm. Rod from now on. 14 versus AC. Miss. Yes. And then uh, the other two are going to attack you, Wolf. That's going to be 9 and 8 versus AC. Now. Uh, <laughs> this one is going to get on the other side of Ball. And they're both, both of them are going after you, Ball. You are a big threat. Actually, this one literally not. This one's going to go there. This one's going to make a wide berth and try and get right next to Riff. Uh, Ball, you can make an opportunity attack against them. Uh, that's going to be 15. 15? That just misses. Okay. So you, you kind of, you know, hit down with your fist and it just out out of the dust um uh scampers away and is is heading towards riff holding the circlet uh uses both his action as move to get there so it doesn't do anything the other one is going to make an attack against you ball which is 19 versus (laughs) oh very good 
Um, and yeah, so it, it tries to attack and you just kind of grab its, its, its hand and, and just push it down, uh, away from, uh, away from you. <laughs> I missed a ball. Buddy. I'm uh, big. Right. And Wolf, you are up next after that. Uh, okay. I'm going to attack that same guy, except this time I'm going to, um, reckless attack and take a negative five. We're, we're going all out, baby. Do it. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's a non-natural 20. Uh, that hits. <clears throat> sweet. Okay. And we'll roll damage, which isn't the best, but uh, that's okay, because I've got a bunch of other goodies. Uh, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Nine, nine. And then my Divine Fury damage. Uh... Uh, so that's going to be uh, 25 total damage. Oh, you smash this thing. You you cut it in half. Nice. And then um, because of my great weapon feat, when I drop a, a, on a critical or when I drop someone to zero, I can make a ex- another attack as a bonus action. Fantastic. So I'm going to turn and attack the one next to me. Okay. And uh, this will just be a, a straight attack. And that is going to be a 26. That's going to hit. Okay, and then damage. Ooh, that one's way better. Uh, that's going to be um, 14 damage to him. 14, as as you you come back down, uh, you cleave into that one, and it, it falls as well. Uh, and um, so I still have my extra attack, though. You still have an extra attack, yeah. You've so got I'm gonna one move, more next to I'm going to move to the other one and attack him. You kind of as you as you hit hit that one and kind of cleave it in half. You you turn a bit and you get into a flanking position with uh with a scory. Sweet damage. So it'll be just a straight roll. Cool. Oh, so I I Wait. don't get advantage. Yeah, doesn't he for flanking? I I thought you took the reckless, which would give you disadvantage. It's only on the first attack. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I thought it was for all the attacks on there. So then, yeah, then you get advantage. Sweet. Okay. Right. And that is going Reckless to be a uh, 24 to hit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 24 to hit. Definitely hits. Okay, and then uh, that guy is going to take uh, 12 damage. 12 damage. And that one as well goes goes right down. Yes. Um, you, you just, in a whirlwind of, of axing, you have destroyed uh, the three of those that are there. You've got That's two amazing. more left. Did you want to move anywhere? Uh, and then I'm going to uh, use um, my uh, fast movement, and I'm going to go all the way over uh, to the one next to uh, Crag. So, right? Yeah. Um, get, I can't click. get there and you can even in flank with crag. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Um flank with crag. All right. <laughs> do after that Arthur, you are up. Oh, thank God it's my turn. First, I'd like to use my bonus action to put my hex on this one. Okay. Uh since the since the other one died before the spell ended. Anyway, yep. um and then let's let me get out the measuring tape here real quick. Okay, no problem. I'm just going to 15, 20, 25. I'm just going to keep moving away just in case. So, you know, you can go ahead and just put me, you know, there, I guess. Yep. And then I'm going to Eldritch Blast, the one I hexed. 
which has a 120 foot spell range. So. Oh yeah. Or no, yeah, 100. Anyway, I can hit it. It's either you can definitely hit it. Yeah, okay. there's no need to worry about the distance on there. I don't know why I've never used the range before. See, this is why I, I died. So <laughs> you all can tell that Arthur's learning. Oh yes, uh, 23 to hit on the first one. Hey, that hits. And then 18 to hit on the second. That hits as well. Nice. Oh. God, yes, that felt so, so good. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, this sounds super unbelievable, but I rolled tens on both of them. That's twenty-four damage. Nice. I can sh I can show them. I can show the. Oh no, I, I believe you. I believe ah! you. And then a one necrotic damage. Um, one necrotic damage so yeah you you kind of you, you you take a few steps back and you, you kind of are aiming and you take a few steps back and you make sure that you've you've kind of pulled uh the the mists onto this uh you know warforged to curse it and you let out two surges of this golden energy uh this golden like copper energy as it impacts him and kind of like spins in one direction and the second one impacts and just blows a hole through its torso and falls dead on the ground Hey. Oh yeah. That's one left. Stuff. All right, that's my turn. Ball, you are up next. Yeah, so um well, uh I don't think you're going to be getting that circlet, so I'm going to punch this guy in front of me. <laughs> uh 18. 18's going to hit. Fourteen bludgeoning. Nope. Four, yeah, fourteen bludgeoning damage. Fourteen bludgeoning damage. And See. second it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Second attack. Uh oh. Ten. <laughs> Ten's gonna miss. <laughs> and then I'll go ahead and have chain move up on him and attack him as well. All right. Yeah, you come down just with your this massive fist punch into him and it just kind of like comes up and chain's gonna roll over and what does chain do 11 11 he he rolls over and just kind of positions himself there you, you see him try and attack but something's gunked up in him and it just is a puff, puff of smoke uh blows out of him and that's it Rhyferian, you are up next hidden in the tree line all right i am uh <clears throat> I'm going to uh, make sure I get that circlet inside of my backpack. Okay. Yeah. You you spend a bonus action and you, you uh, stow it safely, securely into the backpack. And then uh, uh, I'll use my movement speed to, you know, I don't know, move out so I can throw my chucks at like that last one or whatever. Yeah. You can get within 30 feet of it and uh, it's heavily engaged with your allies. You can definitely get a, get a shot in on it. Cool. So, gosh darn it. I need to print this out. I need to go get more ink for... It's so annoying on a computer. Um, so, uh, sorry. Uh, plus to attack, plus six to attack. So, uh, 21? 21 hit. hits? Yeah, Great. definitely. And then um, that is... 
five plus three, so eight points of shadow chuck piercing damage. So yeah, you you fling these chucks out, and they kind of disappear into the shadows and reappear as they hit uh, this warforge, and it just knocks its head back, and it falls on the ground as like Gallandale's over there as well, just kind of like motioning at it with with some like shadow energy as it kind of pulls some of that uh, energy from it, and the chucks reappear in your hand. And that kills that one as well as the silence kind of falls over this uh, <laughs> Got him. forested area. Take that, suckers. And you guys take a breath and you look around and you don't see any other creatures in the forest, but this kind of odd sense of of dread just kind of f- just fills the air. That was a it was an odd thing. You've seen these warforged a, a ton. You have seen them as as enemies, as as soldiers, as prison guards, as pieces of of bodies, this time they were they were something else entirely. They had a whole different demeanor when you fought them. They're here. Almost as if they're being possessed by creatures of the forest or something, or some kind of spiritual essence about them. Mister Wolf, are you going to take one of their heads? But I'll also grab the circlet while we're at it. I've got the circlet. It's in my backpack. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, uh, you know, I perhaps it would be best if we 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 took one of their heads for study. Grab the hyenas heads. Uh, I mean, maybe it doesn't look that different anymore. I think the limbs and all that. Yeah, he changed back. Different. When All I, right, fine. When I uh, the... Could I could I do some kind of uh, check on these because I'm very interested because what I've fought warforged like this before ever like this no it's yeah, it was always like the ones that were outside of the tavern the they were very R- yeah you know uh, can i do some kind of like focused. check on them to see if i sense something about them or maybe uh, i guess from wolf's perspective maybe he's gonna look for something mechanical that's different about them yeah, if you want to give me an investigation check, maybe to—I mean, you've definitely seen Dead Warforged many times. Have have looked through <laughs> them. Um, okay, yeah, I'm, so, I'm just yeah. gonna kind of rifle through the pieces that I've I splintered. And Riff will make her way over to Mister Ball. She wants to talk to him when Mister Wolf is done. Uh, that's an eighteen. Eighteen. So yeah, you take a look. Um, to do at. At the ones that uh, came and attacked you, not the ones that had died before. Um, looks like these have had a few more battles than the other ones. You see a lot of um, dents and damage on them. It looks like they've been out here for a while. Uh, they're also a lot dirtier. You see kind of mud caked on them in odd places and um, on their backs, on their back plating. You do notice um, some odd kind of markings. You've never known Warforged to have markings, but they, these are kind of like markings made of dried mud uh, that are on these Warforged, which is odd behavior. You've never seen that anything like that when you've fought do, them before. Do I recognize these markings as anything? They look, um, they look are like they... they're from like smaller tribes that you may recognize that are probably present in the mountains between the wastes and Usama. Um, goblin tribes, kobold tribes, orc clans, things like that. Sure. 
Uh, well, if I mean, if they're from the mountains as a Goliath, I mean, I would be pretty familiar with mountainous regions. That's kind of my. Mm-hmm. So the, the mountainous region between the Waste and Usama houses a lot of odd creatures. So, you know, mm-hmm. goblin types, uh, orcs. Right. And they have they have a kind of tribal icon- iconography that this relates to. Um, okay. Nothing, nothing specifically from your homeland, nothing from the mountains that you grew up in, more from the, the okay. mountains on the edge of the Wastes. Okay, I, I relay this information to, to everybody. Uh, is it possible that perhaps these tribes, the mountain tribes, repurposed these warforged in some way or another? Perhaps some cobalt shaman or another possessed this warforged through the power of the circlet or something of that nature? That's that's what I'm believing. Yeah, that's, that's same. a good, good idea. The other thing is, uh, the other thing is, um, they seem to be powered or possessed by some spiritual essence uh the hyenas the sounds the the mannerisms and whatnot is that something you could be familiar with scory the way that they maybe commune with with uh nature uh i haven't heard of anything quite like this but um let let me ponder that for a moment dm (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah. If you want to give me um, an intelligence check or a wisdom check, if there's okay. a skill that you're proficient with that you want to add, um, to try and get a sense of, of what might be going on here. Don't roll intelligence because you're a half. Um, while he's doing that, can I transcribe or just rip the backplating off one of these and keep it with me so I can? Either or is pretty easy to do. Yep. Uh, I, I I look over at a. I look over at, at Ball, and I'm like, oh, looking at I'll, you intensely. And <laughs> don't have a pen. Yo, I've, I've got a few. Yeah. Here. All right, I'll transcribe it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna transcribe it. Uh, okay. But as, as, as soon as Ball looks away, I'm gonna rip the backplating. I was gonna say, you <laughs> rip it off and then transcribe it. You gotta use every part of the Warforged. Yeah. Um, All right. Not this uh, I got, waste. I got an. 18. And what kind of check did you go for? Uh, it doesn't matter. I got the same on wisdom and intelligence. Oh, right. Okay. It, so, um, what's your wisdom and your intelligence? Well, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> for, for, it's a plus five. Good lord. For, for what? For medicine for nature so so yeah that's what i guess yeah so so those are both or a wisdom check if there's a skill you're provisioning that you want to add tell me what that skill is uh nature nature perfect and so 18 with that perfect nice try Um, bro so yeah you you kind of look over these things using it and I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. You, you come up with the same same kind of you know thoughts that that this is some sort of tribal um, iconography. It's not specific to any any one thing. It seems very similar to um, druidic in in some ways, but not druidic. It's not a it's not a form of druidic writing. It is kind of the base alphabet almost that mm-hmm. you, that a druid would use. Um, Where is Srix in all this? Is he back home? Srix is taken after the library. Okay. Oh, that's right. Um, and and the mud Strix markings or whatever. 
That's yeah. what you're taking a look at. Yeah. Oh. Is, is you take a look at those the mud markings on, okay. on the okay. on the backs of these things. And you mentioned that that there are some orc tribes that you know do this sort of thing. Oh yeah. Do I know yeah. of any orc tribes that um, have similar markings? I mean, yeah, the the tribes that, you that would know that. would would use you use similar things. Um, kind of this the the outskirts of the wastes mm. has a has a not a unified culture, but there are different pieces of that of, of their common language, and these markings are one of those. Okay. Uh, uh, could, they, yeah, yeah. Go oh, ahead. I was gonna say, can I show these markings to Crag? Since he kind of is a wilderness kind of guy, yeah, Craig's more familiar with the, the wilds of Usama. Um, he doesn't oh. he doesn't have much to to offer with for the it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, all right. I will. Have made these my these way seem over much more a... like a southern um, kind of iconography. Okay, all right. Uh, you said we're on the edge of a forest, right? Yeah, yeah. There's kind of a a small uh, group of trees that extends out just past you guys. Okay. Um, are there any animals nearby that I can find? Give me a perception check. Okay. At this point, I'll have made my way over to Mr. Ball because I, I want to talk to him. Uh, 21. 21? Okay. Yeah, so you're, you're taking a look out there. Uh, Riff, well, yeah, go ahead and walk over to Mr. Ball there. Um, I'm going to walk up to Mr. Ball and go, So, you see anything like this before? That was pretty crazy. Yeah, um, there's the the circlet. We know that it has some kind of power. Uh-huh. I'm surprised he was able to take it away from me so easily. <laughs> I was surprised I could get it off him so easily. <laughs> anyway, um, are these Warforged, like, do you think, like, what if we tied one up and, like, kind of, like, kept it, like, like, you know, with our with our cart and stuff? We could put it on the top, tie it to the top. Do you think it'd be something like the 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 our crazy mad scientist Torlin, what whatever his name was, Tiernan? Tiernan. Do you think he um he'd like maybe he could like do some research on on these like because since they're different, I don't know. Maybe there's something we're missing or that he would recognize. Well, Riff, I I think the the markings that uh, that uh, Wolf and Scory found. Mm-hmm. Are probably the things that make these ones different specifically. Sure. Uh, but you know, like for his collection of of robots, like I don't know, maybe he, he there's something that could help him. I don't know. Anyway, that doesn't it doesn't I, matter. I I don't really want to give him more than he already has. In all uh, honesty, and the things that I'm already taking from from these other Warforge, I already feel a little guilty about. Okay. I'm kind of okay with just leaving them here in the forest and letting them become one with the the world again. Okay. It's an interesting idea though, Riff. All right. And I'm uh, a I'm I'm behind ball and I'm I'm looking at Riff and, and I'm just waving like the, the back plate and I'm like nodding my head. <laughs> yeah. And putting okay. in my satchel. And then I go, Okay, Mr. Ball, and then I'm gonna walk over to Mr. Wolf. I'm like, that's what's up. Yeah, I know y'all just give this. Can I get the uh the circlet back again? What's up? Can I get the circlet back again? Mm, I don't know. Seem kind of weird to you. I don't know. You seem weird last time. I think I'll hold on to it for a little while until we. Well, get... it could be useful to sense uh, other warforge in the areas as we yeah. travel. Possibly. I, I, I agree with Mister Brawl. It could he could be like a, a our you know our our alarm for the other warforged. Like in case yeah. we, in case we want to hunt them down. 
he becomes power hungry and possessed, and then we have to destroy Mr. Ball. Well, that'd just it, be it, an added benefit of him it, wearing it. Then it doesn't <laughs> seem to have the same power over me as it has over these other nearly people Warforge. Um, All right, I'm a real person, and I have my own thoughts exactly. and feelings, and he, it doesn't. He, what if we drew those symbols on Mr. Power. Ball's backplate? No. And see what I did? That's an interesting idea. That's, Can we carve it? <laughs> what we're going to do? No. Well, we could just scrape them off if things go south, Mr. Ball. I don't want to say no. All right. I've already right. been tied up once today. I don't want to do it again. What uh, if we write the, those symbols on Mr. Wolf's back and see maybe if it just is like, you know. Eh? Yeah, you can totally do that. I don't care. Mr. Ball, you're the artist. If that's what you really want to do, Mr. Wolf, um... But now, if it goes haywire, I will kill all of you. Oh, maybe <laughs> Do we get the... to tie you up, too? I, I mean... Maybe we should do it on the weakest party member, Mr. Telbrun. Uh... <laughs> oh, Scor Scory's kind of kind of wandered off a little bit, is looking into the tree oh, line while oh, you are yeah. all having this conversation. You I'm going to look over... Uh, my inks and stuff and... and... Start, like start putting some markings wolf, on. Yeah, to, I mean, that's not the craziest down. idea I've ever said, right? We should maybe try it on somebody other than Mr. Ball. Let's Ms. see what Ball's happens. Like, Why not? Boy. Yeah, let's give the guy <laughs> that can TPK us like a extra weird demon powers or something. How about we put it on me then? I already got, like, I'm already kind of fucked up, you know? Like, <laughs> y'all just write it on my back. I, I, I've seen the other side, you know? <laughs> y'all, I've been to hell once. <laughs> <laughs> What are you guys doing? What's 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 the plan of attack uh, here? I, I'm gonna just say overall, let's maybe not. Let's just you know we have the runes written down or, or the the markings. Let's not write it on anything. Yeah. Because I mean, what, what if we end up having to kill one of our own team members? Yeah, you just scrape it off. That would just be awful. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, you took the circle it off of me. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, if you write it, don't put ink like Mr. Ball wants to do. These people have mud markings and stuff. Uh, okay. I'm gonna walk over to Scory and see and ask him if what he sees in the tree line. If he's uh, if he's got his yeah. sense. Because like, well, yeah, they, well, they you're start all talking about and, runes and where to place and them. My little and, kid, and I'm, what to I'm do. just like, I'm out. I'm um, going to go talk to someone else. You you go up to you go up to Scory, kind of you know, ask him what's what's going on, what do they see, and and Scory, you just kind of say, you know, just shh, hold on one sec, and as you look you've been you've been focusing out into the into the forest and you're you're trying to take a look and see if there's any animals see if there's any life in there it's just these kind of spindly trees um and you just for for a moment just kind of sit and watch for any kind of movement and you just see like some bug just kind of fly up off of somewhere in the distance and you kind of look down where that is and you see matted fur probably about 50 feet away from you uh oh just kind of Definitely work. on the side. Bigfoot. Okay. Well, um, first, um, or I, I guess as I'm walking, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. Um, and I'm going to do it at second level. Okay. I got 14, so that's not bad. Uh, is pretty darn good um okay and uh what do i see as i approach this downed beast yeah kind of as you approach you get maybe 25 feet from it and you can see kind of in the in the um divot uh up ahead where this this thing is laying 
um, half of its fur is gone and it's just kind of skeletal and there's this dry fur that uh, is part of its torso and kind of comes up to its its mouth and jaw and it's it's this skeletal remains with a bit of flesh of it of a hyena. Oh shit. Uh... And you see just little little bugs kind of you know that are eating on it flying away off in the distance. Um, Riff's gonna tug on Scory's like jacket or whatever. Like, so what do you think it is? Well, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's uh, maybe the physical embodiment of what we just fought over there. This looks like a hyena to me. Uh, um, for I don't want to try to. <laughs> um, I grab it by the scruff of whatever I can. And sure, I want to yeah. drag it, drag it to the, to the party. Yeah. And so you're going to grab it and it's easy enough to pick up the, the back legs and the bones kind of fall away. So it's yeah. just the front torso and legs that you're able to carry with. Oh, God. And I would pop out of the woods. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where Riff is in all oh, this. I'm just following Riff's, you. Riff's okay. following you out there. Yeah. Um, hey guys, I, look what Scory found. I, yeah. I pop out of the woods and then I toss down the carcass and say, I think, uh, I think they maybe sacrificed this and took on its form somehow, or maybe there was somebody hiding in the forest while we were fighting these guys and was controlling them from 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 back there. Oh, could have been. Oh, a mad mad mage. Or well, like maybe the the spirit of this hyena like found its way into these warforge, and that's kind of what. Maybe not powered them. The circle, it obviously is the thing that powered them, but right, they enhanced them in well, a different way. It didn't seem right. to change until he got the circlet on his head. Have y'all ever heard of an ordinary animal ever manifesting in such a way? I mean, perhaps there are darker powers at play here. We are in the wastes. Perhaps we My, should investigate these woods a little bit more. I think that might be wise. I, I'm curious. Um, actually, DM how how old does this kill look and does it look like it was done by knives or other wild animals or what give me uh give me a medicine check can i have advantage <laughs> you can have somebody help you yeah <clears throat> i'll I help can't be me sorry bro Yay. looks like me <laughs> yeah i do have training in if, if, <laughs> yeah can they just roll my half Wait, what's that? Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Is is ball rolling or yeah. or ball's giving you advantage? Okay, okay. Kind of take yeah. a look at. I'm it. just yeah. helping out. Yep, uh, that would be thirteen. Thirteen. It's tough to say how long ago, especially in the desert, um, things you know decay at rates that you're not familiar with. Right. Um, the fact that half of it was gone definitely means something odd happened. You know, like the rest of it, half the, the lower half of it was just skeletal. Mm. And then this upper half was more similar to the soldiers that you found here. Okay. Um, probably a little fresher hmm. compared to those soldiers. That's that. That's what you're able to tell is it probably died after the this conflict happened. I'm going to ask Gallandale if he's ever seen anything like this in, in the forests where he was around. Yeah, Gallandale just kind of kneels down at the at the body of this and is just intrigued by it. Is it looks it looks interested and just says, 
This is a funny animal. Gallandale has not seen this. It is new, interesting. Pain is all rather interesting, Gallandale. Did you did you say it's a funny animal on purpose because they laugh? Uh, no, that's just what Gallandale said. Okay, okay, you're yeah. right. That's that's a ret joke. That's not a. <laughs> no, I, yeah, yeah Gallandale just funny. is intrigued by things. Yeah. A, a funny little, funny little creature is kind of how he how he says it. Um, I would like to start skinning whatever I can. I'd like to take. Not the the head, but like the skin of yep. it, and kind of so I can wear it. Yeah, oh, easy enough to do. You you can <laughs> spend it. you could spend probably 10, 20 minutes on that, and cool, and nice. You're able to cut it cut it cleanly. You're yeah. also weirdly comfortable with bodies and taking things apart. I don't I don't know about well, this. Yeah, he, here's a little freak. We've established. Yeah. That. <laughs> well, here's here's my thinking. This thing has already passed. It's not doing anything with it, so we might as well make use of it and honor it. Well, its um, spirit did just possess a warforged and attack us, so... You know. And we killed that, too, so... Can you, guys, can you guys imagine what he's going to do to our bodies if we die? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It keeps me up. It's going to be... He did try to harvest my bones, Mr. Wolf. I remember Willem yeah. telling me that he had to fend off Scory Tailbrun from harvesting my bones for his rune sack. <laughs> I'm, I definitely I would, think more about what Mr. Wolf would do with my head if I was to die. So. <laughs> yeah, see, oh. I would be decent. I would at Look, least keep you guys whole and just prop you up around the dinner table. He would honorably the, use it in battle ball. That's what he I'm the do. only right. one who dismembered people on behalf of someone else and not myself. All right? Mm -hmm. Uh, do we want to write those runes uh, on me and just kind of see what happens at this point? See if like the hyena possesses you or something so rather? Yeah, I, I mean, could, I put the circlet on. Why don't we try this? Exactly. It, it, it could you, give Mr. me. Wolf. It could give us better insight into what we're dealing with. Perhaps it lends you the strength of a hyena when you find. I highly doubt that's going to happen. We're not that fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't seem to be that lucky. It can't hurt. Now, Mister Ball, let's go ahead and just. You know, we'll what, close out. how about this? You, one of you hold my arm while the other writes the runes in in like mud, and then if I'm, something I'm weird, put nice forgery kits and uh, all kinds of calligraphy tools, I I could make it look really nice. It's funny it's that you call perfect. it you refer to it as a forgery kit instead of I don't perfect. know paint set. Well, oh, I want to copy the the material to exact specifications. So. Uh -huh. Put it on my forearm. I'm, does it have to be on the back though? Because they was on their back. All right, fine. How about this? I'll lay down, face down, and you guys sit on me while I'll someone straddle you. Yeah. Yes, I'll, right. I'll grapple him. Okay. But I want to yes. sit on you like I'm riding you, like a Goliath horse <laughs> or something. Well, well Ball will have to because he's riding the runes. All right, that's all right. So yeah, you can, the, you can the group sit on my shoulders. Begins to to. Put some pressure on you. Put some weight on you, so you can't move. Maul is there um, to to write the runes on your back. Uh, you've got the plate ready, so he knows which runes to to use. Um, and what are you using, Ball, to to place these runes, place these markings onto? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, go back. ahead and use like a nice uh, like uh, magenta colored uh, ink <laughs> and uh, my calligraphy pens. And uh, make it look real fancy, real nice. Okay. Yeah. So you you 
you know, you put them down. It's it, you take going to take a stylistic approach to them because these are, you know, the, these things were made by large metal fingers that had various amounts of damage on them. Um, so you you kind of make a more, you know, you try and find what what the intent was inside. Actually, go ahead and give me a performance check or a dexterity check. <laughs> 23 23 yeah you try and you divine what what it is those markings m- might have been um and what's the highest level spell that you can cast level two level two do you have any level two slots available i have one available you no longer have that one available as you complete these markings oh and you can actually feel some of the magic from you kind of pull in and you have enchanted wolf while you're doing this it's a slight enchantment but you definitely felt the transfer of magic and wolf as he's kind of doing this it takes probably you know 10 15 minutes to do um the markings are being put on you and he kind of finishes them off you get this odd sensation and like the whole you you know you're kind of looking down at the the sand and you kind of look up and everything has a kind of a silvery hue to it it's light it's a it's a a very subtle change but there's a silvery hue to the world around you as he finishes riff's gonna bend down and look at him in the face big so that's new world looks different uh do i feel anything else do i sense anything else give me an insight check what do you think guys should i choke him or not uh, 14, 14. Um, you kind of, you're looking around, you know, you look at Riff's face there. Um, you don't see anything different. You're looking at the sand and the horizon. You don't, you know, you don't see anything different. And then you get this sensation of, of, of knowing where something is and you know, you, 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 you kind of that rage that you had when you were fighting uh, mm-hmm. the Warforge, you, you just kind of remember that a little bit that, you know, just moments ago you were fighting because you were fighting that Scion and that Scion is somewhere close. And you look at Riff and you're like, Riff, get down. It's right behind you. And you try and struggle out and try and, you know, like grab Riff to, to save them and push him away. But you're held down and you get a sense that the Scion is somewhere and it is behind Riff. I'm getting the feeling that the Scion is still here. It's behind you, Riff. Could it be Did because the circlet's in my backpack? In his bag. It has to be in your bag, Raphael. <clears throat> He's talking about the circlet. Right. So, what? Can he sense other circlets? Mr. Wolf. Onward. You sense other like, circlets? I'll, 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 I'll kind of like turn around and I was like, is it still behind me? But I'll put my, my bag towards Mr. Wolf. Yeah, as you as you as you turn, Wolf, you you get the sensation. You can kind of focus in on it now, and you are sensing that circlet, and you are sensing oh. whatever is inside of it. No doubt, while these warforges were here and hiding, they were surveilling the battlefield to make sure it was clear for them to come and collect the. Oh, were they marked? These runes were marked on the warforge by the mountain tribes to collect such powerful artifact as a circlet. Yeah, now I've got right. This is sick as fuck. Yeah, and the, the, <laughs> ru- the runes that were drawn on them 
drew them here and yes, gave them yeah. the power to seek it. And now you can sense now. that. Yes. The real question is if, can, as well. if, if Wolf can sense other circles, that might be an invaluable asset to have. Do, do I feel because you said I sense the scion, but does that mean mm. I, I like desire it? No, you just get the you get the sense of it. You it's it's just a, a knowledge of of its location, like a spider sense. Yeah, oh. yeah. I don't think you, you you've had a you use any spells that would be similar to this, but it's 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 acting like a, some sort of magical enchantment. Do we um, do we get the feeling that there are different markings for different circlets, or is this like a, a one size fits all? You'd have to do more research, probably. Um, but at least looking at the markings on on the the warforge, there's some variation to it, but the theme is 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 the same. Seems like they're Are there all marked. Any markings on the circlet itself. The circlet itself is pretty plain. Um, it's got a jewel at the center of it, and it that and and then just has some simple markings on it for a, a magical item that you might be familiar with. Circlets. Do you? Do you sense any others around? Uh, do I need to give you some kind of like? With that, with the check that you had, that's the only one that you're you're sensing. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, you're not sensing anything else. When when I put on the circlet, I sense something in the far distance and the feeling of wind and the sea. Um, do you sense anything similar to that in your your mind with this power? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, the yeah, only the wind, sensation... the wind and the sea is is not something that you've you've sensed, but definitely the knowledge of the location is similar to what Ball is describing. That's sick. Maybe maybe that's the tower that we have to go to. That's it's like the end be all end all. Yeah, that's the words. <laughs> Does uh, sorry. The runes that he transcribed on my on my back were they the same as the all the other ones on the other Warforged? They were you, the the plate that you had taken off of one of them. It, uh, they were like that one. Can we check the other ones to make sure they all match up? To, and, yeah, like I was saying. Um, so the ones they, they're all a little different, but they all have the same kind of overarching theme. There's like three symbols in the center along the spine and then like six different symbols that that trail off of it towards the the arms and shoulders. And we put it on his arm, correct? No, he's put it, you put it on my back. On same face down. And and is it the same size, like same scale and everything? It, it's best as ball could do. Yeah, um, okay. it's similar. But it, I mean, the ones on Wolf are well, much fancier. Much. Uh, they're, you know, like the other ones was mud kind of, uh, drawn mud, you know, typography with fingers. Right. This is finger painting. Yeah. Finger painting. This what's on ball. It looks like almost like a tattoo, nice. you know, it's, it's well, well drawn. Nice job ball. <laughs> it's, it's, I can't see it, but it feels good. <laughs> he has a tramp stamp. So maybe, so maybe like, no, I don't know. I mean, maybe we keep the, the symbols on Mr. Wolf and. He can kind of like sense if there's going to be like other circlets because that probably means warforged or maybe that's right. something like at the tower that we have to go to. I mean, it might be a right. good as long as he's well, not like Mr. Wolf. You'll tell us if you're starting to feel weird so we don't have to kick your butt. Yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, unless it's too late, but yeah. All right. <laughs> well, 
uh, what about how, do you, mis- how do you guys feel about making it a little bit more permanent? Oh, perhaps we wait and see how long this one lasts, and then we can go ahead and ha- get out the little, you know, your hammer and your little your Hawaiian bone, tattoo bone, kit. my bone needle. Thank you. That's <laughs> just like whatever you use for tattoos, I guess. <laughs> yeah. a hammer. Um, I don't know where I got that. Hammer uh, and chisel. <laughs> if if at the end of of this, if nobody's comfortable with doing it. You can do it on me, and we can kind of collect these these symbols as we find them. If if there are variations, yeah. that might be a good yeah, idea. Sounds very interesting. Yeah. We should we'll all get tattoos. We should wait and observe. Yeah, <laughs> together hey, we should all get, group tattoos. Yeah. We should all get the mage's waist tattooed on our ass cheeks. What do y'all think about that? <laughs> Wasteland adventure waist. on our cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Damn, mage waste works really well. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, so, cool. do you guys like want to get back on the road, going to the tower thing, or? Yeah, yeah. I think is there yeah, anything with this you... like half decayed hyena over here? Do you what? Oh, it's it's been skinned now. Um, uh, can do we want to? I was just going to say, uh, if you want, I can show you where I found it. Maybe we can glean something more uh, oh. off of off of the. I didn't really s- investigate too much. I just saw it and came a came a running. I mean, it is weird. Are hyenas even native to Usama? That seems like a rather strange animal to have run around. Well, yeah. I, mean, I we think are in the Ga- race. yeah. Was it Gallandale or or some know. somebody somebody said that they That's hadn't funny. seen it before. Yeah, definitely in Usama. Um, there's no climates that would be that would have hyenas, and Scory, you would know that you've you you've heard at least tales. You've probably seen hyenas in the mm. desert surrounding the wastes in the, okay. in the different you know habitats that are that okay. are near there. So the actual not... central wastes that the mages controlled before the war uh, ended always were full of illusionary terrain. Okay. And so no one knew what was in there. And once all these illusions uh, dropped, you were made aware that most of this was dead desert. Interesting. And um, with with the whole history of the books from the library at the Chateau, um, were there ever any signs of, of um, hyenas, hyenas as... as you, predators you wouldn't have, yeah you wouldn't have seen any um they all dealt with stuff that was that was native to specific to the, area. the black forest okay um, Look, what, what you came to find out mr Tubber, when i studied hyenas when i was in primary school cool i'm just telling you oh okay. i thought you were gonna rattle off some other fucking crazy fact yeah. <laughs> that's why i know so much about the hyena I, culture yeah. look all i'm saying <laughs> is the matriarchal which is like you know hey that's cool. That's like progressive and all that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> true. True story. True story. Kelly and I were on a trip, and uh, at like four a.m. in the morning, we heard yip yip outside our window. And the next morning, we got out and we were walking, and there were hyena prints like the size of my hand. See. And it was terrifying. And this whole time. Cool. So, are we gonna do anything, or are we? Gonna uh, do get we out of here? do we want to go into the woods before we uh, do anything else, or no? 
Arthur feels uh, I'll leave like, it up to you guys. Arthur feels the need. Uh, I, I will say his interest is, is peaked because we have this interesting thing with the hyena spirit possessing the Warforge. We come over here. Here's the hyena. Maybe there's some more secrets in the woods that we can uncover. Uh, at least that's what Arthur is feeling. I don't know why he feels that because it kind of runs contrary to his character, but but it's kind of just an intriguing question that seems very conveniently laid out for his gentrified self to pick up right. on. Well, well, maybe we should just head on to the tower and not do too many like side things. Yeah, as as you guys are kind of talking about, you 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 know, you, you guys are spending a, a few minutes, um, you know, putting the the runes together. You're taking off pieces of the war forage, gathering things. You, you take a look at where the hyena was laid. There's not much to see over there. Um, it's just kind of dead muck that it's in it's all kind of muddy terrain in this in this forest and the forest doesn't extend for too far it's probably about 80 feet wide and then extends out for about you know 100 feet or so um and it's just these spindly forests you can see the other side of it pretty well um okay not much to see there and so you guys decide to kind of pack up what you have and head towards the wastes we make note of it and if we come across this like sort of scenario again then we know that it's part of the puzzle piece of whatever the bigger mystery is yeah. plus you have a circlet you know homing device here so yeah mm -hmm. and and on that note i would take uh, some sort of bone from the hyena and start carving it into a tattoo needle in case, in case everyone's serious it. and they want to get a group tattoo yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, whatever bones you wanna you wanna write down that you took from the hyena, you had a full skeleton to work with, and then the front torso of uh, skin that you pulled off. Um, but you guys, you know, set about on the carriage, and after about ten minutes, Wolf, as you guys are are heading out, you're kind of like you know, taking in this this silvery hue on everything, and after about ten minutes, it fades away. Oh, okay. So maybe it's only like temporary. Yeah, it seems like it seems like it's you know the the for it to you for it to be useful, um, magic has to be put into it, uh, and so a second level gotcha. spell will cause at least ten minutes of you uh, to be able to see that. So it wouldn't uh, matter unless, that it's a permanent marking unless or not. we make aura tattoos. Yeah, it's self generating. Well, we could we could add it, but apparently it's good for quite a while. I like the idea what about that just, at least a month. Alex I is mean, like, fuck. Seems, <laughs> seems pretty cool to me. Um, Can't wait to figure that out. So yeah, as you guys as you guys are are headed out on the carriage, you you spin tales about what tattoos you are all going to get and where you might get them and what magical uh, components you might put in there. Uh, but I think that's where we're going to leave it for today's episode as you guys head towards the wastes. Thank you for uh, joining us around our proverbial podcast table, guys. Uh, I've been Alex. With me has been... Dash is Thrakis. Bentley Michaels is Raphirian Nightmeadow. Red is Arthur Magnus. Caleb is Scory Telbrun. And Milo is Bull. Grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.